and welcome to Constitution Corner. I'm your host, Robert Owens. In a January 2018 philosophy class, Professor Nick Merriweather responded to a student by using the phrase, yes, sir. Once the class ended, the student asked Merriweather to use she, her pronouns when addressing him, but Merriweather refused to do so. This triggered a campaign to have Dr. Merriweather fired. As a result, Dr. Merriweather was disciplined by the university and ordered to use the requested pronouns, with any further refusal being grounds for dismissal. This is a First Amendment issue. If professors lack free speech protections when teaching, a university thus has alarming power to compel ideological conformity. A university president could require, for example, a pacifist to declare that war is just, a believer to deny the existence of God, or a Soviet emigre to address his students as comrades. Dr. Merriweather is a philosophy professor at Shawnee State University in Ohio. Shawnee State began awarding bachelor's degrees just 30 years ago, and for 25 of those years, Professor Merriweather has been a fixture at the school. He served as faculty senate, designed a bachelor's degree program in philosophy and religion, led study abroad trips, and taught countless students in classes ranging from ethics to the history of Christian thought. Up until 2018, Merriweather had a spotless disciplinary record. Now, Professor Merriweather is also a devout Christian. He strives to live out his faith each day. His religious convictions influence how he thinks about human nature, marriage, gender, sexuality, morality, politics, and social issues. He believes God created human beings as either male or female, that this sex is fixed in each person from the moment of conception, and that it cannot be changed regardless of an individual's feelings or desires. He also believes that he cannot affirm as true ideas and concepts that which are not true. Being faithful to his religion was never a problem at Shawnee State, but in 2016, things changed. Shawnee State emailed the faculty, informing them that they had to refer to students by their preferred pronouns. Merriweather asked university officials for more details and the officials confirmed that the professors would be disciplined if they refused to use a pronoun that reflects the student's self-asserted gender identity. Now, what if a professor had moral or religious objections? That didn't matter. Merriweather approached the chair of the department, Jennifer Pauley. Her response was derisive and scornful. She said that Christians are primarily motivated out of fear and should be banned from teaching courses regarding that religion. In her view, even the presence of religion in higher education is counterproductive. So the matter was then elevated to the attention of the Dean of Students, who then ordered that the professor, quote, eliminate all sex-based references. Merriweather pointed out that eliminating pronouns altogether was next to impossible, especially when teaching. So he proposed a compromise. He would keep using pronouns to address most students in class, but would refer to this particular student using only their last name. The dean accepted this compromise. 
Now, this student remained dissatisfied two weeks into the semester, complained to university officials again. The dean said that if Merriweather did not address the student as a woman, he would be violating the university's policy. Dr. Merriweather decided to stand on his faith, refused to comply, and filed a grievance. So the matter was referred to a university provost that was openly anti-Christian. As the court noted in its decision, from the outset, Provost Bauer exhibited deep hostility. He repeatedly interrupted the representative and made clear that he would not discuss the academic freedom and religious discrimination aspects of the case. The union representative tried to explain the teachings of Merriweather's church and why Merriweather felt he was being compelled to affirm a position at odds with his faith. Bauer was so hostile that the union representative was not able to present the grievance. Now, after years of litigation, the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals eventually got the case. As of April 2022, the court ruled that Dr. Merriweather's rights had been violated. They found that the First Amendment protects the academic speech of university professors. Shawnee State thus violated the professor's First Amendment rights by compelling his speech or silence. And so finding, the court relied upon many existing cases. This is a perfect example of standing firm on what you know is right and just. So if you're ready to be part of a real solution, join us at the John Birch Society. Don't just know your constitution, live it. Please visit jbs.org and thenewamerican.com and please share this with others.